Welcome to Relationships with Rob. I am your host, an award-winning author, serial entrepreneur, and your virtual relationship coach. Each week, we are bringing you people who inspire me to live my best life, and we are going to take the plunge and look for clues so that we can have successful relationships too. I truly believe relationships mean the most to us, and we all have different reasons why. So let's get to the bottom of it. And if you're going through something right now, this show will help give you the tools necessary to Break through your own paradigms, leave with your best foot forward, and to never, ever give up hope. Let's get it. What is up, you beautiful people? The year just seems to be flying by. I can't believe it's already been about a month since I relaunched this show, and it's true what they say. Time flies when you're having fun. Today is February 4th, 2019, and if this is your first time tuning in, I warmly welcome you to the show. We do these things every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mondays and Wednesdays are interview rounds, and Fridays are solo rounds with me. I just want to make a quick case of transparency here. I know I said I was going to have a visual element wrapped up in this podcast, and it's coming. I'm searching for a talented video editor who can make all of this footage and splice it all up and chop it up and serve it up to my wonderful visual stimulus people. So bear with me here as we get all of that set up for you because I suck at video editing. But today, we have an awesome, awesome and exciting guest lined up. I'm proud to have her in my circle as she is just a bunch, she offers a bunch of unique gifts and talents that she just brings to the world and you know we're going to talk about a few of them today so make sure you connect with jackie over on social media she's a former corporate executive turned coach and she helps you unlock your human potential from within jackie believes we are conditioned the majority of our lives with patterns and habits that actually stop us from creating or fulfilling the desires that's buried so deep within us she also helps you allow yourself to explore these truths that live so deep below the layers of our conditioning and helps you unlock that inner potential that exists within all of us. She has extensive background knowledge in both neuroscience and spirituality to help those who get stuck early on trying to create that momentum for yourself. I absolutely loved our conversation today so you got to make sure to tune into the entire thing and make sure to check out her links in the show notes like I said get connected with her I'm not going to ruin the surprise, so you're going to want to follow her and find all of that out. So without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Relationships with Rob. I am super elated today because I have my good friend, Jackie, on on the call here today because I think she's got so much to offer, but I'll let her do all that talking. Um, She is a certified executive coach, lifestyle coach, founder, CEO of Uncondition, which I think everybody needs to find out what this is all about. And we'll let her talk about that. But Jackie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, I appreciate you so much. Um, I'm so, I'm kind of upset. Why? Because we didn't catch each other in person at the summit. And it was just fate that we got put into a mastermind group right after summit. Um, and find out that she's like my neighbor. She's from Ontario, right? So um, a little bit upset that we didn't get to see in person, but like we see each other almost like every week, like virtually. So this is kind of cool. It doesn't really matter, but I mean, yeah, I still love the, the human connection with you. Um, so hopefully we can make that happen soon. Um, 
but tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, unpack a little bit about, I guess, wherever you want to dial the, t- the clock back. Um, you know, start there. Let us know what you're all about and how this all came to be. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm so grateful to be on today. I think, to your point, it was disappointing. We missed each other by a few weeks at the summit, but um, all in all, we've since then, we've really had a connection week over week on our mastermind. And I know we'll spend a lot of time together in 2019 because of the relationship we've, we've built, um, which I think is really cool these days that you can have that type of connection virtually and on social media. So again, thank you for having me. Um, little bit of it, a little bit about myself. So I grew up, uh, again, Ontario, but Kitchener-Waterloo, so just outside of the GTA. Uh, not too far, ended up really having one of those lives where I kind of checked the boxes that was quote unquote expected of me. So grew up an athlete, ended up going to university, got the job right after university, worked corporate America for about a decade. And really through the corporate America experience, um, I was in human resources, spent about seven years in Canada, and then a few years actually in the US as well. And I really spent majority of my time helping other people. Uh, I was in human resources and it was generally about their careers and what they were up to. And what I noticed uh, partway through my career is that a lot of my support was going outwards and yet I wasn't taking the same advice for myself. And so started on a deep inner inner working journey, as I know you have as well, and really trying to connect back to who I am at the core and take some of that advice I was giving to others uh, by investing in myself. Um, long story short, it, it ended up uh, with me down a path of coaching. I, I love the world of coaching. I love helping people unlock their truth and their potential but it came from many years of me diving into that work as well and having my own coaches help guide me and help support my life. So it's almost, I had coaches and, and now I am coaching people. And I think that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I just want to mention something. You got have a huge heart, huge heart. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, it was, it was interesting to hear Dr. Shafali's talk about breaking ourselves down uh, fully and then rebuilding back to pieces. Um, it seems very, very similar here to this story because like you had, you know, this conditioning, so to say, to check the boxes, to do all the things that society wanted you to do. And you did all of that, but then it's like, okay, now what? And you had to break that person down all the way fully with the help of coaches and yourself, obviously in books and, you know, seminars and courses, like, which I, which I have to say, guys, if you're not doing some of that, like you guys are really falling behind because like the top people, the top coaches all have coaches. Okay. Um, there's no if, ands, or buts about that. This is a real thing. Um, so yeah, it's great. It's great that you mentioned that. Um, let's talk a little bit about unconditioned though. Um, give us a little one, two things about what unconditioned is really about and how it, it serves people. So unconditioned is at the core, it's removing the conditioning or programming in life to find and discover yourself and to find your own truth. And so I created the program myself. So it is custom. It's, it's a program that uh, came from my experience. And the interesting thing was 
is I really went back over the last decade of self-work I did, and I started to notice the trends and the exercises that I would continue to go back to. So if I felt like I was getting off path or if I felt like I wasn't being true to myself, what were the key steps that I would take to pull myself back on track? And unconditioned is it's six steps. And really those six steps break down um, the conditioning in life to be able to have clarity, find yourself, simplify your life, make sure that you have clear boundaries so that ultimately when you're, um, when you're going out in the world and you are um, stepping into your own truth, there is clarity around what you're, what you're driving towards. I think so often we don't even know what we want. And so we try to kind of piecemeal things together or put band-aids on solutions versus get to the core of, of what we really want. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Um, you've opened up my eyes a lot in terms of that realm, for sure. There's a lot of things what I think about, and I always think about you whenever I'm like, oh man, I'm being conditioned to think like this. I'm like, Jackie, I need to talk to her. You know, it's, it's these things. And, and it's such a great, great concept. I think it's so important for people to unplug from what they're you know, normally used to. Um, all of our childhood wiring, all of the people that who has influenced us in books, um, you know, all the way up until this point have had a huge impact on you. And, and if you think of it or not, and so if you don't surround yourself with people like Jackie to recondition um, your mind and, and your mindset, um, you're, you're gonna be going down the same rabbit hole as uh, you were. Um, and you're just not going to stop, and it's not, it's it's hard to do that. Um, lots to unpack here. I know I want to get into a lot of you know personal stuff um, about relationships. I know this is like a relationship podcast, so like we don't normally talk about our businesses here. Well, we could, um, or, or about money, but and we could. It's our relationship with money, but it's really just like these things that you know have impacted us in such a way that. I don't know. I find it really, really intriguing. I think the the human connection doesn't get really talked about too much, right? Um, so. Let's dive a little bit deeper into your life a little bit. Um, you know, what are what are some in, in, like the most impactful relationship that you've ever had uh, growing up or up until this point that has impacted you in such a way that it's just paved the way for everything that you're doing right now? It's such a powerful question, and you know, I thought a lot about when you, when you ask that question. I think a lot about I've had some. I have some of the most impactful relationships in my inner circle, you know, whether that be my husband, Brooks, uh, my parents who have been married over 40 years, I really do have great role models and support system when it comes to that inner circle or that family uh, bond with relationship. But if I'm being honest, if I think about the most impactful relationship and how this relationship actually changed my outlook on relationships with others, it's really all about the relationship with myself. Mm. And I don't, you know what, I don't know if we talk about that enough. I think that, um, you know, if I, if I thought about relationships, I've had great ones and I've had toxic ones. And when I really stop and think about it, the constant in all those relationships is, is me. It's myself. And I found for many years, I was looking outside of myself for fulfillment or thinking that a relationship might make me feel a certain way. 
when the reality is I was conditioned to look externally for happiness. And it wasn't until I took the time to dive into myself and took the time to really understand who I was that I showed up differently. And therefore all my relationships changed at the same time that I was changing. I I wholeheartedly on that page with you. I think, um, you know, one thing I wrote down here is that, you know, we are the common denominator of every single thing that happens to our lives. So we cannot put the blame on some outside force outside of us because we had an equal contribution to whatever it is that had happened to us in our lives. I think that's such a great, great point. Not a lot of people are self-aware. I, I definitely wasn't when I was growing up. Um, definitely wasn't spent, uh, self-aware. I wasn't asking myself the right things. I was always constantly looking at other people's flaws or faults or judging them Absolutely. for why I reacted in that way or something stupid like that, right? Um, so let's touch a little bit upon that. What are some things that you've learned with the relationship with yourself that you've taught yourself, like the one or two things to really, really make yourself like, I guess, the an, an, an invincible invincible person to you know penetrate um because sometimes we have to be really strong we have to build ourselves up really really strong and so you know what are some one what are one or two things that you've learned on that journey that has has made you that way has made the priority on yourself first it's so i love the fact that you bring up that we're the common denominator in all relationships and that I think that's so critical. And I think we often live in this world of autopilot, right? And so we continue to see the same trends and relationship is something I talk to a lot of people about because they end up in the exact same relationships time and time again. And it almost feels like Groundhog's Day and they, they call and they say, how can I be here again? How did this happen? It's, you know, whatever the relationship uh, situation is, it's the same one. And and that's where I think the work really starts in self. And it's really starting to notice. I always say it starts with that awareness. And all progress starts within. So it's recognizing your habits, recognizing the limiting belief systems and the stories that we tell ourselves on repeat that end up creating our reality. You know, our thoughts and our actions and the behaviors we take every single day end up creating our reality and our personality. And that's a lot of the work that Dr. Joe Dispenza um, has done. I've learned from him and he is a teacher that I really admire when it comes to neuroscience. And there's, there's this belief that we can't change. And I call BS on that because we can. It's about starting with awareness. And so I'll give you, you know, one of the exercises that I continue to go back to when I notice that maybe I'm off course is getting out of my head and getting those thoughts down onto paper. Mm, so big. That's such a big, keep going. Yeah, that's so big. When you see your thoughts on paper, you see all the noise and the crazy come out, it gives you a different 
perception of it. It gives you a different view of the noise that's been going on in your head for so long. And what I notice is it actually helps me find the trends. So I keep a journal. I've done it for a few years and I can actually see the trends. Okay. This situation happened again. Here are the things that led to that situation oh my goodness, it's the same thoughts that I have about that. It's a limiting belief that I have about that. And those trends help us actually decide, is this something that's serving me and I want to bring forward into my relationships with myself or others? Or is this actually something that is a hindrance and it's time to let this go, which I say that and it sounds really simple, but let me tell you, that's not easy. I know you know that too. There's a lot of rework, rewiring, letting go, understanding the triggers. There's a lot of work that you have to do to unpack that. But it starts with the awareness and the decision to, do I want to bring this, this behavior forward with me? Or is it time to let it go? Is it no longer serving me? Absolutely. And so yeah, to answer like I, the... Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. To answer the question, it's really about starting with awareness. And that's the truth that I have found time and time again for myself and clients of all ages and all different parts of the world. Um, when we can get them to slow down and start becoming aware of their own inner tendencies, it helps us create a different reality for them moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to bring an analogy in there with, um, you know, kind of my life and my personal experience. Um, you know, there was this, you know, I don't always claim to eat healthy. There's sometimes where I do find myself in like either a Burger King drive through or McDonald's drive through and getting, you know, some burgers. But one thing that I would always be conditioned to do is when I order a combo, I would get a sugary drink, um, mm. a sugary pop. And I just felt like it was normal. Like I felt like that's a thing that you have to do. It comes with a, it comes with a meal. Um, lately, what I've been doing is understanding like I don't want to drink my calories anymore. Um, so whenever I do find myself going there, I make sure that I get a bottle of water to wash it down, not with not with like a, a really, really sugary drink. And then, and like, like I said, it comes with awareness. I was aware that, um, you know, that's an extra thought, like 900, 800, 900,000, sorry, 800, 900 calories from a drink that is not going to, you know, make you feel full at the end of the day, right? It's just going to make you, I don't know, just get diabetes or something. I don't know. It's just not good for you, right? Um, so yeah, it's just being aware. I know this is a silly analogy, guys, but a sim something as simple as that um, can really, really start rewiring your brain to start thinking of other situations where, um, you know, you, you have to be self-aware. You got to create that self-awareness around the things that you're doing, the, the choices that you're making, the decisions that you're doing. And here's what I love about that, because there is a lot of work in the self-awareness space and, and we do need to become self-aware. But the other thing where I see people get, they get hung up a little bit, if I'm being honest, is they don't take that first step. They don't make the choice to actually do something with it. So, even, you know, your analogy, you actually chose and then continue to order the bottle of water. It sounds so simple, but it's a conscious choice you're making and you're following it up with an action. And I think that's what's powerful in it. It doesn't just sit in the awareness side of things. You actually then do something about it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You can't just, you have to connect the dots. You can't just, you know, sit, let it sit in limbo and, and, and think that, you know, the next time you go to the drive through <laughs> it's going to, a bottle of water is going to automatically appear. Magically appear, yeah. just throw itself into your car. Right. right. <laughs> These are such great points. Um, you know, this conversation, we could go so many directions with it. Um, you know, but I do want to ask you, I think you're more than qualified uh, to answer this next question because, um, you know, you're married, you got kids, um, you kind of, you know, you've already had a, a time to think about this. And so this question is for new couples. Um, there's a new couple out there, you know, they're past the dating stage, they're past uh, the honeymoon phase, they're, you know, they're comfortable with each other, maybe they may have had a couple fights already, um, mm-hmm. a couple arguments. And uh, there's, there's some unwritten rules for them at the beginning of relationships. And I think it doesn't really get talked about just because, you know, they're, you know, they're in love, they're in this puppy love stage. And so uh, they don't want to ruin anything, but I think, I think you know, reality is is that relationships are tough. Um, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, so, what are some unwritten rules for this new couple mm-hmm. that is looking down that that rabbit hole of marriage and kids and and things like that? It's such a good question, and I I do I think back to you know people are on their best behaviors at best behavior at the beginning. And know that, please know that going into any relationship. Um, so my husband and I have been married five years now. We have two-year-old twin girls, Sadie and Lila. So to give you a little context of my inner uh, family, my um, my relationships there. You know, I think, I hate to sound like a broken record here, but the one thing that really changed my relationship with Brooks is to know myself first and to know what I need and want out of the relationship. And I think why that's so important is as, as I became more aware of myself, I was able to communicate differently. I was able to express to him what what were my dreams? What was my vision for life? How did I want to show up as a wife, mother, friend, daughter in business? And it was, I was able to communicate that in a way where, quite frankly, he was able to support me differently because he had clarity on what was important to me. And so it goes back to having a good understanding of what I wanted in life And then how does your spouse support that and not be all of that for you? And I think that's something that's really worked well for Brooks and I is we've both had our own life. We've both had our own dreams. We've both had a vision for ourselves. But there's also seasons in life and seasons in relationships where he came in and helped me and moved me forward and helped me achieve a dream. I came in and helped him move forward and achieve his dreams but we wouldn't have, I don't think that that just happens organically. I don't just think that happens. I think that's conscious effort in communicating and breaking down what's important to us and why. That makes total sense. And so that was a, that was a key one. I'll give, you, I'll give you two more that I think are so critical and I'll go a little bit quicker with these ones. One is boundaries. The other thing that's really helped us in our marriage is because we know what each other wants, because we know tendencies and we've been able to communicate those. And and to be honest, we have very specific time dedicated to talking. Lives are busy and people are running around and 
there's calendars can get full. And I think it's important to have time set aside for those conversations and for those deep conversations or quite frankly, life happens and they don't happen and it goes past you. And so I think boundaries are so critical and important and boundaries can be just as simple as your example. Boundaries can be, listen, on Tuesday morning, I have a podcast with Rob, right? And, and therefore I need you to drop the kids today because this is important to me. And so it's clarifying those boundaries. And we, we usually do that on a week to week basis, um, which has really helped us, especially with two two-year-olds running around, get up and out the house and get everything done that we need to get done in the day. So that's, that's highly, highly impactful as well. Um, and I see something that sometimes is a bit controversial to some, but I'm, I'm curious to get your take on it too, Rob. I actually say that your spouse cannot be everything to you. And so I think often people think, oh, once I'm married, you know, that's my best friend and that's who I do everything with. And that's the person that we go through life with. And I think there's some truth to that, but I actually find that to put all of that onus on a person, to put all that responsibility on a person is actually a lot of weight. And so I find it incredibly helpful to have other relationships in my life where I can get some of the um, energy or conversations that I need in my life to up-level myself. And then I show up better for my spouse. So I don't put all that burden on him. Yeah, uh, I I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you there. Um, There's no, I don't think there's much, much controversy there, but I do see there's some schools of thought where they're thinking, yeah, your husband's got to be your best friend, this and that. I'm like, you got to do all this together and he's got to be this, he's got to be that. Um, Look, we have, like, and when I say we, I'm not talking about for men, I'm just saying we as a human population, we have a lot of shit that we got to deal with. And (laughs) You know, for, for us to deal with our own shit and then have to deal with, you know, another person's shit, um, that's, I don't even want to get out of bed for that. Um, and, and so that's, it's daunting, very daunting uh, is what I'm trying to say. So yes, it's important that we have a balance of, you know, people in our lives that bring us certain things to the table. Um, obviously your husband, you can only have one of them, but you can have multiple best friends. Um well, it's not to say you can't have one husband. I think there's some, you know, polygamous families down there where you have multiple multiple spouses, and that's fine. Um, but you know, essentially, in a, in a in a traditional relationship, as we call it, um, you can only have one husband, but you can have multiple best friends, and you can rely on them for a lot of the things and take the weight off the shoulders of your husband. And not only does that make him more relieved, but it also makes him better, like to show up better for you, because his, his his plate is not as full. One thing that a lot of people do in relationships, and I completely agree, is that they put their happiness on another person. Mm. Um, and they rely on that one person to bring all that happiness. Like, come feed me, come make me sleep, like, come do this, come do that. And, like, it's, it's a lot. Um, and then when that person is gone, they feel like their life is over when really, no, it's just you put so much onus on the other person. And I think it's important to have, uh, you know, what you just said there. So I'm 100% agree. Those are great tips. Anybody, um, you know, looking at relationships from long, from a long-term point of view, because that's what makes them work. That's what makes them tick. Um, it's not just one. It's a contribution of everybody coming together and you know providing that um, 
that union, right? We know that you're married um, and no one has the intention of breaking you guys apart. So it's the only thing that they can think of is how can we make you guys stronger? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like our, our duties as friends, as, as whatever relationship outside of your marriage is. It's kind of our, our, it's not our duty, but it's like, it's something that's in the back of our minds for sure. If, if, if at all they do care about your relationship with them, right? Um, I'm hoping they do. I'm hoping mm-hmm. they do. Um, these are all great tips. There's like, like I said, I can go hours and hours and hours with you about this. You know this. Uh, we we pretty much do in our calls, our weekly calls, and so, um, yeah, I think these are very very good tidbits that we can give to people who are kind of in that state. So, thank you for that. I'm gonna take you to a part of the show where we do a little bit of a random five, um, just so I can get to know you better and the audience can connect with you on a little deeper level, not just you know all serious things about business and relationships. So this is. <laughs> little fun little fun little segment here um i love it um if you could be any animal in the world or sorry if you could domesticate any animal in the world what would that animal be and why oh my goodness that's a question (laughs) um the first thing that comes to mind is lion uh i think because of my leo tendencies um i'm gonna use i'm gonna use the animal lion nice why uh i just think I've always been a little bit of a go-getter, um, ambitious um, in that in that essence. But then I also think that lions have seasons, right? They go out and hunt, and then you see them resting and relaxing and sleeping <laughs> as well. So I have the tendency to do both, right? I'm a nice. go-getter, but I also need my quiet time. <laughs> yeah, good good balance is what you need. But lions are, you know, they're just majestic creatures, and that's a good choice. So cool. Um, what is your favorite book or is there anything that you're reading right now that you'd like to share with us? Uh, great question. Um, I am, a, I literally have a library behind me, Rob. I cannot get enough books. Um, but I will say my, one of my favorite books that I always go back to is called The Untethered Soul. It's by Michael Singer. Mm-hmm. And it was a book I read about seven years ago that it literally fell off a shelf at a bookstore. It's one of those stories. And it really talks about how to navigate the inner self and how to start to put things into perspective a little bit differently and understand that there is really a voice inside your head and it really is telling you stories. And how do you connect with that voice and, and uh, rewire it in a sense? Love it. Yeah, there's that that title has been popping up on my feed a lot. Um, how old is this book? It's pretty old. Right? Oh my goodness. At least it's at least five or six years old. I think yeah. I think I got it in my hands about seven years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, it keeps popping up. Um I'm probably gonna have to pick this one up. I'll gift every- it to you, Rob. It's just everywhere. <laughs> I've been on Audible these days. Um I, I heard this quote about you know, turning your car into a mobile university. And I was like, wow, right. So I started downloading all these audiobooks, right? And I'm like, I've been turning my car into a university because I do spend a lot of time in there. And um, yeah, I think I'm just going to download it on Audible or something for sure. These are all these books that I have to get through. And I have this goal of trying to do one book a week. I know that's very, very, uh, I felt I felt behind already. I think I'm like two books behind. <laughs> so um, I got to catch up. And audiobooks is definitely going to help me there. So perfect, perfect. There's um, always time to learn, right? Always time yeah, to learn. Yeah, always, always. Even in your sleep, you could have it on um, osmosis, right? Yeah. 
Um, okay, so the third question of the random five, if you could hop on a plane right now and go anywhere in the world, money doesn't matter, where would you go and why? Hmm. Um, Bali. So nice. Bali is like spiritually a place that is, uh, I'm drawn to. It's like a heart centered energy. I literally went twice in three months a couple of years ago and it completely altered me, um, as a, as a human. And so I'm always up for going back to Bali. Yeah. It's beautiful there. And it's, and it's, uh, you know, once you get there, it's actually pretty affordable, uh, when, when you get there. So it's, it's, and it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weather, uh, gorgeous sunsets, gorgeous, like scenery. Yeah. And the people place. are beautiful. The people are just yeah. phenomenal. I think, to go into a country like that and just see people radiate happiness and truth and love. And it's, uh, that was really what moved me at the core is just watching the, the smiles on people's faces there. Sweet. All right. We're going to help you get there. Manifestations. <laughs> um, okay. So the last, or no, this is not the last one. This is the fourth one. Uh, do you have any weird eating habits? Do you ever get called out when you're eating something? someone ever say like why are you doing it this way shoot that is good <laughs> I wish my husband was here to answer that for you oh goodness um weird eating habits I eat pretty consistently and I eat and and I do a lot of the cooking around here maybe I'll give you this one I I actually like to cook but I'm really shitty at cleaning up <laughs> so so maybe the weird tendency is that there's always things all over the kitchen after I've been in it cooking. And so that could probably be seen as a little bit of a weird one. <laughs> That's a, it's, it's definitely a quirk for sure. Um, but chefs, chefs, this is, uh, this is part, uh, part one of two, I'm going to say chefs shouldn't have to clean up anyway. And then part two is I'm the same way. I like, whenever I'm in the kitchen, it's like a Tasmanian devil went in there. It's like, it gets all over the place. And it's like, what? You, are you really cooking? What are you doing? Are you like blowing things up? Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely a quirk for sure. <laughs> and I share that with you. Um, if you had to meet someone who has passed away right now, you could have a question or a meal with them, who would that person be and why? And it doesn't have to be a famous person. Yeah, mine's not famous. Right away, I went to my great grandma on my mom's side. So she was my great grandma Nisbet. And this woman, I had the pleasure of knowing her, but only till I was about eight. And based on that relationship I had with her and the relationship that all others had with her, she had wisdom beyond her years. She was spiritual in the sense that she would read tea leaves and be able to um, telepathically know when something was going on for somebody. And I've always just felt incredibly connected with her. I know she is still in my life, just in a different way. But my goodness, I'd love to sit down, have a cup of coffee or tea with her and just learn some of her life experience. Yeah, I love this question so much because it peels back a lot of things for people I think that don't really get talked about when we talk about the unconscious we think about things that are gone and we usually put them to rest and so it's like mm. just to see that it's actually living inside of you her her spirit or her whatever her soul or her ideas ideologies it's it's amazing to see that even if we pass on uh how how our how our soul and our spirit still 
carries through the world. And so, yeah, this is just a, a great perspective question for me. And thank you so much for that and sharing and being vulnerable with us. I feel like I got to know you a little bit more deeper on that, even though we talk to each other almost every week. <laughs> um, but these are the, this is why I do this. This is why I do this. Um, you know, but I just want to take a moment, Jackie, and you know, thank you for showing up in my life. Uh, you know, I really, really appreciate this friendship, this newfound friendship and this new connection that we had, uh, you know, in the little amount of time that we got to know each other, I feel like, you know, it's, it's, it, it's something. Um, and so I appreciate you so much for showing up and supporting and, and just being, you know, you, being you. And I really, really, uh, I can't have enough words to, to really, really appreciate you for that. Um, how you. can people, yeah, no worries. Um, how can people get a hold of you like where are you hanging out what do you want people to do yeah so i am really at jackie service across all platforms um uh so twitter and instagram i hang out on instagram quite a bit so people can find me there uh facebook my website is jackieservice.com and if you're interested in learning more about the trends and kind of what I'm up to, what I'm listening to, or about the course Unconditioned itself, uh, feel free to drop your email in on the homepage. And I send out monthly kind of in-depth newsletters, but I also send out tips and tricks and quotes and podcasts that I'm listening to that I think can really elevate others. Um, and I try to add value that way to be able to share some of the learnings that I've had um, and see if they can support somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to look link all those up in the show notes so that you guys can get to Jackie in one click. Um, I'm followed up with her. I love her content. I love keeping up with her and, uh, you know, the things that she's doing. She brings people on her Instagram live, too. So, um, you know, follow her up there um, and then you can get to her link tree or, or her website and get uh, on her email list and, and get up to date with all the things. Um, so for sure, definitely follow Jackie on her journey. It's amazing, amazing, amazing to see what she's doing um, and the support uh, that she has around, the support network that she has around her. She can definitely, uh, definitely find you the reason if she cannot be the one herself, I think. Um, and that's what's so good about her is that she's so, she thinks about other people before herself, which sometimes could be a detriment, but is she <laughs> such a sweet 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 soul um and, and in that sense and so but we, we all know jackie takes care of herself too so it's not like she does this all the time right and so um yeah definitely get connected with her um i do be before we leave though um i asked my my guest this one last question and this one last question is centered around heartbreak um i think we all go through heartbreak in one way or another mine was a divorce uh, other people's could be um a separation job loss, bankruptcy, death in the family. It can happen in any kind of way. Um, if somebody's going through a heartbreak right now and they're down and out, what is that one piece of advice that you would, you would give them? Literally, my, my, I can go back to moments of heartbreak in my own life and I can feel that emptiness and that hurt inside. And it's such a powerful question. And I think often people feel really alone during heartbreak, or at least that was my experience. And the one piece of advice I would have for people going through heartbreak is to recognize that there really is always love within. And it's about uncovering that for yourself. It's about finding out what does light your soul on fire, even in really taxing moments. And that can be as simple as 
self-care that can be as simple as a bath or massage or, or a cup of coffee with a friend. But when you're going through heartbreak, really be observant as to making choices that support you and stop the language of I should, right? Oh, I should go out with those friends tonight, or I should be ready to date because it's been an X amount of time or whatever the situation is for you. I think you need to be really true to yourself and know that there's always love with inside of you. Love it, love it, love it. Sometimes we lose track of that. So thank you so mm -hmm. much, Jackie, for coming on the show. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you having me. Thanks so much, Rob. And that's all she wrote for today, guys. So I love this interview. And if you guys did too, make sure you guys let Jackie know over on social media. I put all of her links in the show notes so you guys can get to her in one click. All right. And let her know what you thought. Be nice. And I'm hanging out over on Instagram. If you guys want to see future topics be discussed or maybe if you even want to see a certain guest on the show, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, just everything. All right. And if you're going through something right now, just know that this podcast is designed to help you get through those tough times. All right. So remember to lead with your best foot forward. Never give up hope. Rob, your host, signing off. Peace out.